0: Are you lost? Looking
1: for direction? Well, don't
0: try to ask us.
1: This is How Not to Get There, the podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. Let's get on the road. And we'll figure it out as we go. Welcome to our second episode. We are so excited to have you. It has been quite the busy week in the Campbell household as Megan was getting ready to move back into school, so our regularly scheduled segments are a little bit off of what they usually are, but do not fear it. They will be back in full force next week. With that being said, I'd like to slide us in quickly to Green Lights and Miss Turns. Green Lights and Miss Turns are basically
0: like highs and lows, roses and thorns, whatever we want to call them a good thing and a bad thing that happened over the course of the past week
1: and megan why do we not call our lows red lights well as i explained last week we don't let our lows stop us Woo-woo. Okay, so my I'm going to start with my missed turn. My missed turn this week is, it is that time of the month, which is probably TMI, but whatever. It's really causing me to have severe mood swings, which is just frankly no fun for anyone, including my family. What about you, Megan?
0: My missed turn, I'll do both, my missed turn and my green light, because they kind of surround the same thing. So my missed turn is that I miss my family a lot because I moved back into school on Friday. However, my green light is also that it has been wonderful to see all my friends again.
1: Um, My green light is that I spent the day working in my room, and I'm really starting to find some order again. I built my armchair and my new desk chair, which I'm currently sitting in, and it's very comfortable. And I'm just excited to, like, have space that's mine again and has some semblance of order, which um, Megan understands, I'm sure, as being in our house was not always the calmest thing no my dorm room
0: well me and Casey's dorm room wonderfully organized let's get a
1: rollin'. thanks for uh rolling it back to me I'm gonna start us with the poll results from last week there were a few things we talked about on the podcast last episode and I tossed a few polls up on our Instagram and here are our results so the first poll was thick and thin it was overwhelmingly for thick however both megan and i picked thin sandwiches thick sandwiches are just too hard to eat i put like two pieces of meat and one piece of cheese and i just feel like that definitely qualifies as thin like i'm definitely a jimmy john's over jersey Mike's, you know me too maybe i'll toss that up and kind of see what happens okay you wanna hit us with the next
0: one as the next one as You all know Sarah's answer, at least, as she took a whole letter of the alphabet to talk about it. Raw veggies versus cooked veggies. Both Sarah and I, as well as the majority, chose raw veggies.
1: However, this was a lot closer than I was expecting. I just feel like raw veggies are significantly superior, but maybe that's just me. The next was Yoink and Yeet. I was a little bit surprised that people knew what to pick, um, but we did get the same turnout in all three polls. I was expecting a little bit of a turnout drop off. However, um, Megan and I both picked yoink, and the majority did pick yeet, and I just think this is because yeet is a more popular term, and yoink is more of like, and yoink is from the depths of the Campbell's brains. So I am a little bit impressed by the turnout from yoink, but please tune in to our Instagram. It's at how not to, it's at how not to get their pod for polls every single week. We'll be right back after this brief intermission. And welcome back to How Not To Get There podcast. I hope you enjoyed that little note from our sponsor. I don't really know if we have any sponsors, but I'm supposed to put ad breaks in when I upload it to Anchor. So, you know, we'll see if there's a sponsor when you're listening to this. Today's topic is College in the queue, and as I previously mentioned, Megan was moving into school this week So I did a lot of the prep work, which means that she's gonna do a lot of the work right now Answering quite a few of these questions, but today we're gonna talk about College in the queue. To start us off, uh, Megan, where do you go to school? I go to the University of Notre Dame so, if you didn't listen to the teaser or our first episode, you um, should know that not only does Megan go to Notre Dame, but I go to the University of Michigan. I am a political science major, and I'm going to be and I'm going to be a senior when I start school on August thirty first. I, as I just mentioned, go to the University of Notre Dame. I'm a computer
0: science major. I start classes tomorrow, and so we'll see how that
1: goes. What are your plans for college this semester?
0: I'm hoping to get to stay in South Bend until November 20th-ish, depending on when my finals are. I'm really hoping I just don't get sent home. Not that I don't love it at home, but I like to do school from South Bend and not school from home.
1: I guess my plans for school school this semester, um, I'm looking to graduate, so I'd like to complete all of my credits. I'm also taking an accounting class so I'm looking forward to learning a little bit into my parents' profession and I'm taking this English class for fun. That should be pretty interesting. Um, I didn't really warn Megan on this but hopefully she's prepped. Uh, what kind of class are you taking? Technically both of our universities are in hybrid format but just mention like whether or not your classes, which classes are remote and which classes aren't.
0: I actually do know because I was just working on setting up my planner for the semester um, and writing in my classes. At Notre Dame, there's three options for each class, either online, hybrid, or in-person. I am taking five classes, four of which are fully in-person, and one of which is fully online. So my four in-person classes are the Fundamentals of Computing, which is one of my two computer science classes. And my other computer science class, class is discrete math. Um, and then I am taking my first philosophy so just general introduction to philosophy and that is my fully online class and then my other two in-person classes are working towards the minor I'm hoping to get um, that is corporate practice and so one of them is um, integrated engineering and business and the other one is microeconomics. Sounds
1: super interesting in a complete opposite Um, schedule I am electing to take all of my classes fully remote however all of my classes are fully remote so I am taking a philosophy credit Um, I'm taking I really should have pulled up my schedule because I actually have no idea what I'm taking I'm taking two political science classes a philosophy class an English class and an accounting class which is at least 14 and a half credits because that's what I need to graduate
0: I'm in 16 credits
1: Ooh, you want to tell us a little bit about your living and roommate situation
0: i'm rooming with my friend casey as i mentioned when i mentioned casey and i's room we are just a short flight of stairs away from mia and lauren and isabella and nancy and um, i really like our room this year Uh, my bed is not lofted but is higher up than it was last year which is kind of nice gave me a little more space under my bed and casey's bed is lofted which is very nice that it opens up the room a lot, and, um, I don't know, maybe I'm a little biased, but I think our room is pretty cute. <laughs> I live in Welsh Shanley Hall. I think it's the
1: best dorm on campus, again, might be a little biased, or not, but definitely the best door on campus. It's funny because... In order for me to fit in this question, I get to refer to my mom and my dad and my brother as my roommates. However, I am not paying any rent. So if you didn't catch that, I am staying at home for this semester. I'm saving a little bit of money. I'm just about to secure a subleaser, hopefully tonight. And yeah, it's going to be quite a different way ending college than I originally imagined. But you know, you do what you got to do. And we're going to make the best out of it. I guess I forgot Layla. She's also my roommate. I guess she's my real roommate because we actually sleep in the same room.
0: That's very sad for me that I do not get to see Miss Layla.
1: That's true. But I did send you a photo of her today. I'm a good sister. Yeah.
0: And she gave me a kiss through the face, through like FaceTime. Like she
1: licked the camera. It was cute. So basically I wanted to have a section about talking about the differences that COVID has caused our college experiences. Clearly mine is a little bit in a different venue, but there are definitely some differences in Megan's as well. So as we're looking forward to this semester, what do you think will be the most different about your college experience due to COVID?
0: Well, there's the ever suspenseful, you never know if you're going to get sent home tomorrow or if you're staying till November, because yes, we got sent home in the spring, but that was, that never crossed your mind until it was happening. Um, so there's that, um, lots of masks.
1: I also think at the time, I don't know about you guys, when you got sent home, but we didn't really realize how serious um, COVID and, like, the, the break we were in for. Like, everybody kind of saw it as, like, we were in midterms, like, life was miserable, but we were like, oh, like, school, extra spring break, like, woo! No one really realized that this is what we were signing up for um, with COVID. And I don't know, you guys got your spring break extended. Yeah, we got an extra week of no classes. Um,
0: but, like, we weren't here when we got sent home. If that makes any sense, we were on spring break. So there were some people on campus, but it was during our spring break. Um, Another difference, we wear masks a lot, um, pretty much everywhere, except for if you can safely socially distance from everyone outside or in your room. Um, They're considering each, like, room a household. Like, Casey and I are considered a household. Um, because obviously you're sleeping in the same room you can't really be expected to sleep in a mask and such. Um, We are going to in our classes they're sitting us far apart Um, and as soon as we pass the add drop period you will have an assigned seat that I think you get to choose in some classes but like you have to like log the seat you're in for contact tracing purposes and so once we pass the add drop mark it just becomes easier to have the same assigned seat when the class rosters are set. Um, Our dining halls look very different there are rather than it being buffet style there are like boxes and you walk through and you just you know if you want a salad there's a little box of a salad that then they hand you. I guess a lot of classes are online like my roommate and I earlier Casey and I were talking about trying to figure out like when we had our online classes and if the other person was going to be in class or in the room or how to deal with that lots of differences but hopefully get to stay.
1: Yeah um, I know as living with you with online school last semester i just know that being at school was a little bit easier for you to manage like boundaries and things that come with online courses and that you do learn better in person so i hope for your sake as well that you get to stay um i guess for me the biggest difference is living at home but a lot of my actual scenario doesn't look too too much different i um did have my own room at school so i and i have my own room here my room here is a lot bigger which is actually kind of dope I'm used to living in a house. I am living with my parents and my little brother instead of, um, you know, the girls lacrosse team. But it looks, from that perspective, like eating, you know, I have to kind of make my own food, at least, you know, here, mom might make food for me. But some of those like lifestyle things look very similar. I'm also very lucky to not have that risk about like having to wear, I'm looking at you on FaceTime right now and you're wearing a mask. So it's just a little bit different. Um but yeah, I don't have as many COVID challenges I feel like as you do, and like all my classes are online. So, and that would have happened. I mean, COVID affected that, but all that ha- that would have happened regardless of whether or not I was here or at Michigan. So, what shift, if any, are you looking? At... Well, I guess we have to say that there has to be one that you're looking most forward to? Like, is there any shift that you're like, oh yes, like this is going to make my life, my day or my life easier?
0: I mean, like I said, I'm very happy to be back at school and with, very happy that four of my five classes are in person. And if I were to choose one class to have online, I do think philosophy will be the least harmful to my educational experience to have that online, whereas I really struggle with the harder classes like um, I'm not in any like direct math or science classes this semester, but I have two computer science and um, then engineering integrated business and econ, which I think will all be significantly smoother for me if I have the opportunity to remain learning in person for the duration of the semester. I think I mean more upper level I mean more upper level in the sense that because I'm they're like computer science major classes versus like introduction to philosophy, so it's it's the fact that and I think also I value all of my classes, but I tend to put in more work in the classes that I think directly affect my major and what I think my career will be, and I do value the opportunity to be able to think differently in some classes but I definitely find myself taking the the more upper level more difficult classes now granted I will sometimes find more difficulty in the introduction level classes that require me to um be literate um because reading and writing not exactly my strength as we uncovered last week
1: (laughs) so yeah politics should be your career you fielded that question beautifully no just learning from olivia jade i know you don't know who olivia jade is
0: no i do know who olivia jade is
1: oh you do know okay well so have you heard of when she before she went to school she made that video that came back out with everything with her mom that um she didn't want to go to college she just was there for like the drinks and the boys
0: i did not know that existed
1: so I'm very excited to hear that not only do you value although you value your major classes more which I think could be expected from almost everyone that you really value your well-rounded education
0: I did pick Notre Dame for a reason that that's true that's true I chose to go to a liberal well I mean we're not exactly liberal arts anymore but we still have like the core classes and everything
1: right because I guess as a engineer at the time, or computer science major, there are a lot of universities that don't require you to take. I'm still
0: in the College of Engineering, so, but yeah.
1: Yeah, they don't require you to take anything outside of there. So, I mean, I guess Michigan and Notre Dame are alike in that respect, that they do require some other classes be
0: taken. That's not really true. At Michigan, I basically would have taken math, science, and engineering. I thought you had to take a first year writing requirement.
1: Maybe I just don't know anything.
0: That's called Engineering 101. It counts for your first year writing requirement. Not gonna lie, it was a big selling point. I I really did, it, it was a selling point. I mean, obviously not enough because, well, here we are, go Irish, but Engineering 101 is a writing credit, sign me up.
1: Interesting. Okay, could you shush so I could talk now? Learn something new about your sister every single day. Learn something new even about your sister every single day. I'm actually looking forward to the online school shift. Um, I just recently, for those who don't know, I have really severe headaches that didn't come up in my ABCs. That's really interesting. Um, but I have really severe headaches and that can really challenge They. It happened a while ago in college. That's a whole other story. But they really challenge me sometimes in attendance of classes and being able to participate in the work at specific times because I could get some really heavy like vertigo symptoms or pain symptoms and that kind of thing. And so having online school gives me a little bit more flexibility. And I just recently, during last semester, actually we had already been sent home, but I got approved for an accommodation that um, has some flexible attendance, which would have assisted, but it's nice that everybody's learning online because it makes it a little bit easier for me to participate like a normal student, which is all I want to be. That being said, has COVID changed your opinion of what you want out of college and what you value college for in your life
0: at all. I don't know that it necessarily changed but I think it did give me some perspective especially um, as very much a 150% introvert. I have a very short-lived social battery but after being sent home from my friends, I definitely find myself trying to make the most of the time with that I ha- that I have with them, because you know, again, we do have this suspense looming. Where will we get sent home tomorrow or in November? The world may never know. Actually, the world w- will know. But you know, um, that is what it is. Um, so I do think I am making an effort. Maybe not a great one um, because I still do need my alone time, but I am making an effort to um, Just kind of make the most of what I've got And I do feel very lucky that I get to be on campus. Well a lot of college students across the country don't and even if they do get to be on campus they might not necessarily get to go to class whereas like tomorrow i get to go to three classes and well one online or the fourth is online but and i still get to have my lab in person and three of or four of my five classes fully in person and um i just feel
1: lucky i guess for me um i like my opinion of college hasn't changed but I was just like reminded of like the hierarchy of values that kind of came into play when I was choosing where I wanted to go to school and why I wanted to go to that school so it's just was a kind of a, a time to reevaluate as I'm reflecting on what college has been for me and also coming home I feel like it's accelerated this reflection process that happens your senior year so and very different stages of our lives but also just a reminder that for me Like I got a lot out of college and I'm very lucky that COVID happened when it did for me. It didn't take my senior year and it also um, didn't, uh, like it put me back in the driver's seat, I guess, for my senior year because I guess it kind of is taking my senior year. But um, it also, I got to experience a lot of college very normally that I took for granted. And so I think it's just accelerated this, um, made me look, I guess, back nostalgically through a different lens as well as reminded me of the it looks like you were rolling your eyes at me sorry but also reminded me of the hierarchy that also um reminded me if I could get a thought out that'd be great reminded me of the hierarchy of values that I use to kind of make my college decision and um to make the most out of the time I have left would your college decision change if you knew what covid was going to be
0: Absolutely not, because my final two choices for schools were Notre Dame and Michigan, and um, four of my five classes are fully in person here. I'm still getting to live in the dorms with my friends, and I do think, as much as some of the rules may seem inconvenient, um, I do think the fact that we are in a dorm with hall staff, too, you know kind of be that watching over with those rules um, encourages people to follow them a bit closer than perhaps people would if they were living in a house which is where I would be living if I were in Ann Arbor. Um, also I do believe that I probably would have had at least some hybrid classes because the nature of my major having labs. Um, I don't think I would be fully online like you but I'm maybe I'm wrong I just feel like some of my classes would be more hybrid whereas with a bigger student population at Michigan than here I do think that makes it a little bit more difficult to keep people um, just kind of in check or not keep people in check but I just think more people more chance for spread Um, and I kind of got on a rambly tangent and you can take a lot of this out but long story short, I would not change my decision. I am very happy and very lucky to be back at school with 80% of my classes in person. Um,
1: yeah. I think for me, my final two looked very different from your final two, and it's also, I think, I'm in a different setting because I'm entering my last semester of college so I think it impacted a lot less of my college experience and I guess we'll kind of see how much of your college experience it impacts I just think the one thing that I think I would have considered and I'm not sure if this is clouded by um, my hindsight and a little bit of like my adult perspective on what money really means I just think I would have looked a little bit harder at it's just something I never would have considered I guess like not being able to finish at school um which I guess is also clouded by my headaches and everything and the things that I've considered with that but I think I just would have looked a little harder at the price tag and what I was getting out of the price tag but I think that's clouded by a couple of other things but in addition to just COVID like it's I think it's harder to be paying the money that we are to go to Michigan and go to Notre Dame uh when you are at home so it's just something that I think I would have considered had I knew in hindsight um but I'm I'm pretty sure 18 year old me still would have picked Michigan so you know.
0: Well, kind of along with that, that's, yes, Notre Dame has a very large price tag. You can Google it if you really want to know. Um, It's pretty big,
1: but I do because... I should also mention out-of-state Michigan tuition. We live in Illinois. Both of us would be out-of-state students out of Michigan. I
0: do feel like, because I feel so lucky that we are back in place and we are... We're here and I think the smaller school gives us a better chance of being able to stay here Um, that I I really do believe I, I recognize how lucky I am in light of this situation and do feel like I'm getting my monies worth well I don't really know that anything should cost this much but that's a different story
1: yeah I guess the other thing that I didn't think about until you were just talking was like location like I felt very comfortable being able to get in my car when things went wrong and like mom has always talked about this like when COVID happened like knowing how close you are that she could get in the car and also being able to like go to and from my house as I made decisions and it just was a lot I think, less stressful than other people who had to, like, fly places or whatever. Like, I definitely thought that I would have ended up a lot farther, and I just thought I would have ended up a lot farther, and Michigan ended up being one of the closer schools that I applied to, and I ended up going there, and I think geographical distance, I might have considered a little bit more knowing that COVID was coming. Just a different, different perspective on life.
0: I agree on that one, and even though I I did end up at the closest school I got into. I was going to say, not the
1: closest you applied to, but the closest you got into, fair enough.
0: You also ended up at the closest school you got into, didn't you?
1: Yeah, the closest I got into, yeah. I do
0: think maybe I would have given that a little more weight because... Um, being so close to home is very convenient you know my mom was able to come up and take me to a doctor's appointment last year for a like my follow-up appointment I had surgery it's long story kind of irrelevant um might come up later (laughs) but my like yeah
1: so diving into the next question because I'm about to get read the riot act at some point what was your experience with online school terrible yeah I mean to sum it up Megan hated online school and I like didn't love it I think that that could have been improved on but I did all right in comparison I wish I wish my grades would have gone a little bit higher but I'm out of breath for running up the stairs sorry hang on I wish my grades would have gone a little bit higher but I don't think that was something in my control necessarily so it's something that I definitely want to focus on just giving a little bit of extra effort so that I get the grades I want
0: Yeah, it was it was bad for me. We're just gonna leave it at that.
1: Boom! Moving on to something a little bit more positive than COVID. Let's move into a little bit of content and how that is related to college because, you know, content may be content. So I guess what kind of content do you consume during, during during college, like while you're at school or while you're in school?
0: What do you mean by that? Could you clarify the question, please?
1: content do you like TikTok, instagram youtube netflix give us a little uh what kind of content like contents do you consume that's on academic
0: i i watch a lot of college sports so i don't really i mean that has to do with school but it's like not academic um i do watch some netflix but that kind of comes and goes in phases
1: like if i'm really into a show i'll watch it jump in Um, Because there's people talking in Megan's area, so she's waiting for it to quiet down a bit. I typically try to stay away from series on Netflix because that ends up with me binging and not doing my work. But that usually fails. I usually get into something eventually. Uh, But I tend to try to keep up with shows because I do always need a break. I tend to try to keep up with shows that happen like once a week so then i only have one episode like bachelor i was watching vanderpump rules um i keep up with bachelor at school mostly because people talk about it like i find it slightly boring especially now like i feel like it's not my favorite like i don't 110% look forward to it but I like to talk about it and I like to hear it recapped. I listen to a ton of podcasts at school. I find it a little bit harder to listen to podcasts at home because I'm not as alone or like on breaks because I'm not as alone and I feel like there's this pressure to spend that time with people. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube because they're short and relatively like if you're watching the right kind of YouTuber they are like doing things so they motivate me to be busier which is good I think at school. I don't really read at all when I'm in school, which is something I'm going to try to do while I'm online, but and definitely tons of Instagram and TikTok.
0: Like tons. So back to what I was saying. Pretty good amount of Instagram, TikTok, more started in quarantine. Um and honestly, since I've been back, I haven't spent a ton of time on it, but we'll see if that lasts um, if that self-control lasts. A little bit of Snapchat. My Netflix goes in phases because, like, sometimes I'll get really busy and I won't have time for any of it. I mean, to be fair, I never really have time for it, but, um, sometimes I like to watch, like, like, for a while, first semester last year, I was re-watching a show I had already seen because I would watch, like, 15 minutes before bed just kind of to give my mind somewhere else to go other than everything I was stressed about, school-related. Um, I recently kind of... I had, a while ago, I started the Netflix show Designated Survivor, and my sister and dad mentioned something about it recently, like, last week that got me um going back to it and so i've been watching a lot of that while i've been unpacking and such well and honestly while i was packing too so um i've been watching that but as i start school that will probably decrease because i will have school work to do i really don't read a lot outside of school unless it is rereading old books that i read as a
1: child because i reading is hard words are hard Um, The other thing is, like, at school, unless I'm watching sports, I feel like I consume content mostly by myself. I don't know if that's weird, but... And then at home, I consume all sorts of content with other people, even if I really don't want to. Like, my mom... (laughs) My mom, like, wants to look over my shoulder at my Instagram, which always makes me feel like she's judging me, even though we're not to this point where we're both adults. Like, whatever. But... Or, like, if I'm listening, like, one of my podcasts I really like to listen to... Well, first, one of the podcasts I really like to listen to is How Not To Get There, the pod. You should subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Actually, I don't think you can leave us a five-star review yet because we haven't been approved for Apple Podcasts, but uh, just keep that in your head. Anyway.
0: I also listen to How Not To Get There pod. Sometimes I even get the inside scoop before it comes out. Only occasionally.
1: (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) Um, But my mom, like, I listen to The Morning Toast a lot, and my mom kind of jumped on that train so we've been listening to stuff together like I listen to things in the car music I guess music counts as content and I listen to more
0: I listen to a lot of music both at school and at home probably honestly more at school because I listen to music a lot while I'm doing homework but only certain homework can I listen to music to while I'm working.
1: Yeah I think I listen to more music at home but I think that's mostly because my girlfriend isn't the biggest music person so I'm not as pushed to listen to music with other people but I also listen to a ton. I don't know where I listen to it more. I listen to an absurd amount of music just as a rule. Has any of your content consumption changed with online school?
0: Actually I mean I guess like not directly online school but quarantine Um, my, my TikTok consumption skyrocketed um my tiktok consumption skyrocketed and honestly my instagram consumption has declined it's like a it's like a um zero-sum game in that sense like i spend the same amount of time on social media it's just like it's gone from like a lot of the time i now spend on tiktok has taken away from time i used to spend on instagram I occasionally watch my sister's YouTube videos. You should go give her a follow. You know, I don't even know what her Instagram or her YouTube is, but I watch them sometimes. I think I've been in more than I've seen though, and that makes me a terrible sister.
1: YouTube just just goes by your name. so So you just have to look up Sarah Campbell. For me with online school, I feel like I've just had more time to consume, but I've also gotten pickier. Like I don't just watch things because I'm bored because now I have more time to consume content. I have gotten pickier with it, yeah. I mean, I've also had a lot more time to create content, which is something I really like to do, AKA this podcast, so that's exciting. Um, So I wanted to give us a little time to give some recommendations on our content. So I'm gonna let Megan look over the list. We're gonna take a brief pause and we'll come back with some content recommendations. We're back after another potential ad break, hopefully. I don't even know if I hope there was an ad, because for your listening pleasure, I hope there wasn't an ad, but for our pockets, I hope there was an ad. Anyway, we're going to go through our recommendations, starting with a
0: show and a movie. Well, I mean, like I said, I am watching Designated Survivor. I'm really enjoying that. Um, One of my all-time favorite TV shows is Quantico, or I'm always a fan of a nice little throwback to Criminal Minds. If you're sensing a pattern in my, my um, TV watching, I'll also throw a curveball. And like I mentioned last week, The Vampire Diaries is great show. Big fan.
1: Um, my show recommendation, I guess, is... If you haven't binged The Vampire Diaries yet, that is quite the show to binge. Like I know we both talked about it, but it's something I binged my freshman year of college and it just was great to watch like season after season after season and you don't really get bored of it, which I feel like happens in some other shows. I'm currently watching Veronica Mars on Hulu and it's it's like a mix of like a Vampire Diaries type show, but also with a little more Criminal Minds-y, yeah, like crime type thing. Which I know it's a little bit of an older show so don't hate me it's just I've run out of content literally um also if you haven't gotten to binge Vanderpump Rules I'm jealous of you and I hope you enjoy it the final show that I was thinking of recommending I know has oh yes um The Last Dance documentary if you didn't watch that in quarantine it's now on Netflix and go watch that because it's just incredible honestly and my recommendation for movie piece of advice if you're gonna watch the last dance what
0: if like your dad is big into sports and would know answers to questions when you don't remember who the people are or just will give you random spurts of extra information watch it with him it makes it a lot more fun or I mean I guess your mom too. M- mom did answer some questions or if you have like a sibling who's super into it or a little bit older where they might have been alive to remember those events. Yeah, it's totally
1: a cool bonding opportunity.
0: It's it's fun to have like that extra added. And I think um I mean definitely more common in the the play, the fact that um you know our, our parents were living in Chicago or the surrounding areas during that time, so.
1: Your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles. Yeah, for us, that was really cool too, to like learn some Chicago history. Um, Super cool, but great, great. Um, my movie recommendations would be not The Kissing Booth 2, I did not enjoy that. Terrible, the first one, and just stop there. Remember the Titans and the Blind Side are my go-to recommendations, and I really don't feel like I've seen any other movies oh um and I can only imagine it's on Hulu it's on Amazon Prime it's amazing I watched it sometime this year I don't remember but I literally cried in the middle of the night so um, yeah I can only imagine I would highly recommend that it's like a docudrama type of thing
0: I don't watch a ton of movies on my own I prefer to watch movies with other people because I kind of get bored sometimes Um, it's- it's too long, and I say that, but I also will sit and watch 12 episodes of a TV show in a row. But, you know, whatever. Um, so, um, but some of my favorites, a lot of them, I like movies based on things, on, like, books or other things I know in some senses. Like, one of my favorite book series in junior high was the Divergent series, and I think they did the first movie really well, we don't really need to talk about the second or the third because I, I don't think they did those very well, but I really like the first one. Um, then I'm a big fan of a lot of Marvel movies. I'm, I like series movies because I like to get into it and get to know the characters, whereas I feel like standalone movies, sometimes it is hard to get the same character development you can get in a TV show series or a set of movies or a book and i just like to um
1: you know get emotionally attached to fictional characters great fun like a common theme um i don't know if megan has a youtuber to recommend she doesn't really watch youtube the way that i do (laughs) um but my recommendations would be specifically alicia marie and taylor king if you haven't checked them out yet they're one of my favorite it's to binge in quarantine they've also been living together because tk works for alicia marie if you are unaware and they're just super fun and post a lot of cool fun content so yeah um that'd be my youtube recommendation my tiktoker recommendation and do you have one
0: i don't really know i don't i like to um scroll on my for you page and about um 90 percent of it is the vampire diary still um with the occasional appearance of like one tree hill or gossip girl um but i don't really have a favorite tiktoker necessarily
1: so there's this girl hannah kosh it's Hannah K-O-S-H and she is like in her mid twenties. I think she's 26. And she does little recaps of like the hype house, sway house house, TikToker drama for like those of us that aren't 15, which I just love. I mean I'm also kind of obsessed with the whole like TikTok drama and everything, and I follow them all and whatever. Um, but yeah, I just would recommend her. I think she's really funny and keeps you in the know if you don't have time to be on TikTok twenty-four seven like I did, especially in when we were in the dead of quarantine. Do you have a favorite Instagram account that you follow, Megan?
0: Actually, no, I do. I do. I actually, I really do.
1: Okay, well, she's looking that up. I'm going to plug one of my friends, actually. She um, has a blog, but also an Instagram account, and it's called Jill Spills, and she's just the coolest is the moral of that story but um she has been posting a lot especially being in quarantine and yeah i just love following her and her blogs so i would recommend you give it a follow oh you influenced me to follow this
0: so this is the one i was thinking of and then sarah's reminded me of another one but it's called tank's good news and it's just like he just posts like Yeah, I told you to follow him. Um, It's just, like, uplifting positive stories. I feel like a lot of media plays on, like, the drama and, you know, the bad things. But it's nice to see the happy stories, too. And kind of going along with that and the whole, you know, blog thing. So my roommate from last year, Joe, we'll give her a nice little shout-out. She um, reopened a blog she had in high school, I think. It's hashtag Joe. Um, And it's just like, again, very lighthearted and fun things to see. Again, it's a common theme, kind of the lighthearted, fun things um, that aren't so, and also aren't so like fake. Not that Instagram is fake, but like a lot of times, you know, it's edited and whatever, whereas these are just kind of
1: raw, good stories. And you know, uh, how not to get there, pod, that one too hit us up with a follow just just while you're there Megan do you have a favorite podcast how not to get there? pod so a fun thing a fun fact about Megan she was totally down for this podcast idea which I really thought she wouldn't be I thought she would laugh at me tell me it was a silly idea but she when I like finally had the courage to bring it up to her actually she brought it up she's like we should start a podcast and I was like no actually like I've been thinking about this forever oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay
0: I said that when um I said we should have recorded our like when we were we were going to michigan to get some stuff for you from your house and um our conversation just went all over the place and i was like we should have recorded it like this stuff's funny oh yeah hang on i need to get a clip for youtube
1: because i'm vlogging this week (laughs) plug um megan's already plugged me like three times but
0: i think i plugged you more times than videos i've
1: watched yeah but so a fun fact is that megan did has does not listen to podcasts like she just hasn't but here she is making a podcast and she's pretty darn good at it
0: i guess the other thing um i found out that um hillary burton sophia bush and bethany joylands are making a one tree hill rewatch podcast which like there's a large part of me like a a sophomore junior year high school part of me that wants to rewatch it and listen to their podcast with them just because i think that'd be super cool
1: definitely super cool. Um, and if you decide to do that, I will also take one for the team and rewatch it with you. Um, and we can discuss. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I recently picked them up kind of as I was finding ways to drown out the silence of being alone more often as I like to talk to myself. And I like the fact that podcasts make you feel like you're in a conversation. So I listen to quite a few podcasts. If you're ever looking for a recommendation that I am definitely the sister to go to, I love The Morning Toast. I love Mood with Lauren Lauren Elizabeth, mostly because they're very real and they're a little bit older than me. So I feel like I can look up to them, but also not like they have their lives all figured out. And because that's a little intimidating to me because I do not have my life all figured out. But actually I was listening to Give Them Lala with Randall and Lala Kent is someone I discovered from Vanderpump Rules. She's a reality star. Her, mm, I don't think they're married. I think they postponed their wedding. They're supposed to get married this, um, this summer. Maybe they did get married. I don't know whatever her longtime partner who she will be getting married to um is a movie director and they are on set with Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly where they met and Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are now dating and they did this whole astrology podcast and it was actually super cool and yeah I'd recommend checking that one out if you're interested in astrology or Megan Fox who I adore do you have a book recommendation Megan last summer I read
0: Unbroken very good book very very you gotta be in the right mood for it. It's about um uh what's his name? He was going like going to be he was like Olympic good going to the Olympics, but ended up getting drafted for World War Two. Um and it was kind of his story. So apparently there's also a movie. Might have to go check that out myself.
1: Did you not know there was a movie?
0: No. I just read the book. I thought the book was good. I like the book a lot.
1: Yeah, but the 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 cover of the book says the book. The movies based on basically you know like it has like the movie cover book not to, or the movie poster cover
0: well i was paying more attention to the words inside the book because for once i decided the words weren't too hard inside the book but maybe on the cover they were um but it's louis Zamperini. i definitely butchered his last name but um yeah super interesting gotta be in the right mood um if you're looking for a more light-hearted book and this, again, I like to reread books that, like, most people would not consider my age level of reading. But um big fan of the Divergent series, as I've already said. Um, another thing I just recently reread was the first three books of the Selection series.
1: Um, big fan of that one as well. It's like The Bachelor, but he's a prince. Yeah, I liked that one too. Um, I'm actually in a book club with my grandma and my aunts and their best friend who's basically a surrogate aunt at that point at this point um but so that's like forcing me to slow down and really enjoy books because I was just thinking about the fact that I consume books at an alarming rate um and so that one is my favorite out of those so far has been Just Mercy but we're also reading The Guest List which is like a little bit lighter and more of a thriller. And then there's one that Kenzie Elizabeth recommended and I'm blanking on it, so let me just look it up really quick. Okay, so Before We Were Strangers, I literally, I think, read it in four or five hours. It was really good and it was like a romance novel, but not quite as smutty as they always end up being or as um, like predictable, I really liked that. So yeah, those would be my book recommendations. Anything else last to add, Megan? And with that, We are to the end of our second episode. How does it feel, Megan? I'm kind of tired, not going to lie. Thank you so much for listening to How Not to Get There, the podcast. We sincerely appreciate you. We are currently available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Always Anchor, and are adding new platforms daily. Until next time, buckle up. Keep your eyes on the road. And absolutely. Under no circumstances. Should you take take your your foot foot off the the gas. gas.
0: Park! (laughs)